The following is brought to you with no commercial interruptions. Listen Did you get a chance to do some research today? Uh, yes. Yeah, just a little bit. I, I, I figured there was probably one or two things that you, I think, that I saw that I was kind of like, eh, John will probably have that same information, so I can, uh, <laughs> I don't have to write that down, right? Right. right. The, I didn't write down all the lyrics to the original version. Oh, yeah, that's, uh, I think, I, I think I'll put it on the, uh, I'll put a link to it in there, if I sure. can get it, if it's, if it's saved right. I just like the, I like the no seatbelts here, no assholes yeah. here part. Did you find the, um, because there was also a uh, uh, a two feet thick. That's where, like, I found the link for it there. That was about uh, rearview mirror, mm-hmm. MFC, and gone. And then it had the 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 lyrics to it on there. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. That's the that's the that's the good thing about other people is it's kind of like a uh, uh, <laughs> other people can be your external hard drive. You you can't know anything, everything. Do a lot of people like I'm? I think I'm up to. I think I'm up to. I just listened to the immortality episode. Mm-hmm. So I'm only like a few weeks behind, but do people normally come in like prepared, like, or is it just like the other podcast people that are like, I looked up this and this and this, and I got to talk about this. Like it, it feels like some people just come in and they're like, so this song, yeah. And they just kind of play off you. But like, it seems like sometimes people have their stuff together um, more often. Does that make it easier for you? Sometimes. Yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah. You know, the, the but I'm, yeah. Yeah, but I still you've you know, I still do on the work that I do for it and I mean sometimes yeah, yeah. Mo- most everybody has, you know, they they look up stuff for it and you know, they're real into it and they're like, "Oh yeah, I want to talk about it." And I want to I, I don't know if it's kind of like, "Oh, I want to show mm-hmm. them that I know what I'm talking about and not okay. uh but you know, I'm it's not like I'm a huge repertory Repertoire of knowledge, reservoir of knowledge. Oh, Jesus! See, I, I can't. I don't even know the right <laughs> word. <laughs> wow. Welcome to season five, episode eight of the Better Band Podcast, an all-encompassing trip through the Pearl Jam catalog. I am your host, Brandon Palomo. Each episode, my guest and I go track by track through every album, soundtrack, and single to discover why you simply can't find a better band. Welcome back to the Better Band Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon. Today, we're talking about the Yield song, MFC, with our friend, yours and mine, John Farrar. Hello, John. Hello, Brandon. How are you? I am doing well. And you? Doing great. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for having me back, man. You're finally getting to yield. You're almost halfway through. Yeah, I I, I, I guess. I don't know. How long has it taken me? It's still still got a long way to go. Got a double album in there. Got a... Who knows if by the time I, I get to the end, if they're going to release anything else. Oh, we can only hope blue. so. Oh, yeah. When did you start this? In 2018 or 2019? Um... 2019 i believe yeah yeah okay yeah so that's pretty good yeah i've gotten through uh gotten through four albums now so i guess i'm i guess i'm pot committed maybe i don't know (laughs) depends on if civilization (laughs) still uh oh yeah you you can't you can't stop now it'll be like coming to you from the underground bunker in you know somewhere under under in the area 51 yeah, Area Fifty One's quite a quite a drive from here. It's almost you, you still got to do it. So. 
Yeah, you got a point there. Hey, you're, you're closer than me. You can uh, you can go to the uh, the secret uh, <laughs> underground uh, White House thing or whatever. Isn't there some sort of uh, presidential thing built into a mountain? They say or something. Uh, no, I I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's right. Or, or uh, maybe you just go to the uh, you know the sunken lost city of Atlanta. That's uh oh wait perfect. That's perfect. Watching too much Futurama. That's not it. That's uh yeah yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure the CDC would uh would be very welcoming and taking people. In. Oh yeah, just like uh, Walking Dead, right? Right, <laughs> right. That that worked out great. Uh, anyway, MFC we got here first teased in uh, October of '96 in Charlotte, North Carolina. Eddie was kind of playing around with the riff, I guess, right before Habit in that set, which is kind of kind of indicative of of how it uh exists now as they they're kind of tied at least they were tied together uh early on when they were uh playing through the yield songs and stuff like that mfc and habit would be played around each other yeah they're two i mean that that's when you would get you know the sets were dependent on when ed was going to play guitar and when he was just going to sing so those are two ed guitar songs so a lot of times they'd be back to back yeah but it's, it's cool i think the you know, he had the guitar riff first, but he mentions that the song was written in Rome, Italy. So if you go back and look at the 96 tour, they were there. They had a couple of off days in between. So they were there from like November 10th, 96 to November 12th, 96. So I think that that is the window in which the actual song came to fruition. It's not very often that we can narrow down like when a Pearl Jam song was actually written. So that's kind of cool. Uh, he debuted it uh, by himself mm-hmm. without the band December 4th, 1996 at the uh, Goa Club in Rome. Yeah, which you can watch on YouTube. That's a great show. Yeah, they does like a cool version of Off He Goes, like a bunch of the covers he was doing, like that Talking Heads cover, Love Building on Fire. Like those are those are cool shows. He was just playing with like a, a couple of Italian guys, like a backing band. He would go on to do a couple of shows in like 97 and 99 with Sea Average which was like a local Seattle band mm-hmm. and they would just kind of bust it out like three piece, do a bunch of covers. And like, yeah, it was, it was cool. I really liked, I really liked that version too. The The lyrics are very different. It was still kind of nascent lyrically, but yeah, it's, it's one of the earliest, like it's not even the the oldest song that's on Yoga's because brain of Jay is from 95. Yeah. But yeah, the, these two were the, were the first ones that were, that were written that have ended up on that album. This is a new song, new song. New song. My favorite song right now. It was written in Rome. 
car. Fausto and Francesco, or at least oh, that's sure. what uh, yeah, the internet says <laughs> that they are. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, go back. Go If you guys haven't seen it, it's on YouTube. Like, just search Eddie Vedder in 1996. I think it's the first thing that pops up. It's uh, it's great. And then uh, besides that, the full band played it uh, for the first time February 20th, 1998. Also the debut of Faithful, as you heard in the Faithful episode a couple weeks ago. Oh, and it got played a lot in 1998. This was, it got played at almost every show on that yeah. 98 tour. It was one of the ones I think when, when Cameron joined, this was one of the ones where like, this is a two and a half minute song. Like we'll be able to knock this one out. He can learn this one pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, part of the, uh, the car trilogy, I guess. Yep. Second song in the, in the trilogy. Yeah. Yep. So far. Review mirror, MFC gone. I don't know if uh, Tracy Chapman's fast car was uh, a uh, inspiration, but uh, well, this one is kind of. I mean, we can talk about that too, because like Rearview Mirror and Gone are both like I think a little more somber or like pessimistic or mm-hmm. not quite as like there's there's a little it's a little more ominous as to the the situation that's going on. But MFC is a little more hopeful, I think. Like even the the way the song kind of you know it's it's kind of it stops it doesn't have a long bridge or a long solo or anything but it does kind of open up where like once that last little guitar solo comes in after the last like you know when he when he goes when he gets a little higher that solo comes in it's almost a, it's a little triumphant like it's it's almost like the person who's leaving actually got somewhere where they were happy mm-hmm. like there's a little bit of of hopefulness to it which i which i like yeah and the uh the lyrics that he's uh singing in rome too they're pretty uh it's pretty optimistic there too it's just kind of like oh yeah. we're yeah. kind of out and driving and it's kind of cool here in italy and yeah you think there's like there's like a couple involved in the song maybe it's like the first half of it is from like about a female perspective and the second half is the male perspective or like and maybe they're like coming together or something or they're going to like they're coming together to escape together whereas i think rearview mirror and gone are more kind of solo journeys whereas this might yeah. be one that's like two people together yeah even though in uh single video theory i believe is where where it comes out that he says like oh yeah. sometimes you just gotta you know get the fuck out of a problem or whatever well he's he's an unreliable narrator in his own life so oh, you yeah. can't really you can't really <laughs> you, you get know, the whole pearl especially story and everything yeah exactly especially back in the 90s there was so much misdirection about everything when you would actually get an interview or something you, you you never knew what to trust yeah it's kind of um i know cars are are a are a uh, sort of uniquely american cultural stepstone i think that uh this song kind of um attaches onto that too because it's it's more like a sort of adolescent you know a car being freedom and not being reliant on you know parents or anything like that it's kind of like oh i can go places now i can go anywhere i can kind of do what i want and yeah that's true it does have more of like a youthful spirit to it 
than a lot of their songs, especially Rearview Mirror and Gone. Like, Gone is definitely more of, like, you get the feeling it's, like, someone in their 40s or something, where this one is more, yeah, you can see it being, like, teenagers or something. Yeah, I agree. And so, yeah, of course, the MFC stands for Mini Fast Car. Matt fucking Cameron. Oh, yes, that too. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I, I had all these notes about Matt Cameron. I thought we were going to do that. No. Uh, no, you're right. Uh, mini Fast Cars. Is it, like... You think, I mean, they were hanging, they were obviously hanging out in Rome for a couple of days, probably sitting in a hotel room, walking around, and they have those, like, is it Vespas? I'm not like a, I'm not like an auto expert, but I know they, like the, those Italian, they have those, like, they're a little smaller, like, is that what a Vespa, that's more like a motorcycle, right? Yeah, Vespa's like a, uh, a scooter or whatever, kind of okay. uh, mod, the who sort of things. Oh, Okay. Well, he would have no interest in anything that the Who had an interest in, obviously. So, obviously, <laughs> barking up the wrong tree there. I think they're Fiat's, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Good call. Like that? Oh, yeah. That's what it looks like. I'm looking it up online right now. I mean, I knew that all along because <laughs> I'm such a, a gear head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like musically, this, this song's so cool. Like it's, it's one of the shortest Pearl Jam songs. Like not a lot of two and a half minute ones. Mm-hmm. If you, especially if you discount kind of the interstitial tracks and everything, but like the, the guitar intro is cool. Like it's, it's almost like reminiscent of like a corduroy or something where it's kind of like he starts out playing guitar like that. Then when Jack comes in on the drums and that yield version, it's perfect. Like I'll, the drums are perfect for us. I love the way Jack plays on yield, especially mm-hmm. the faster songs. Like he's so underrated. Like you think of Jack drumming, you think of in my tree and who you are and all that stuff, but he was so versatile, like especially on these faster songs, he just nailed, he nails it. second chorus do you think that was on purpose or do you think he screwed up the take and was just and just decided to keep going uh, i think it's intentional you think yeah i think it's just kind of like I, I it kind of fits in with the spirit of the song i think i just kind of like it's like nah mm. just fuck it we'll disappear yeah i was thinking he was probably i was thinking he was doing a bunch of vocal takes and like got it almost but then like maybe missed a pitch or something and was like Fuck it. Like, I, th- I almost thought it was like an accidental thing that decided they decided to leave in. Got the lyric wrong. and <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Which is something, you know, he's not known for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's cool. And then he, you know, he does that, does little car noise sometimes live when they play. He'll do like, you know. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't put that together. That was a car noise. I thought it was just him. Yeah, I think it, I think it ties into the, to the whole like. That they had a car revving up and like soaring out on that last part of the song where where I talked about where it gets a little it opens up a little bit. I, 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 
Maybe those, those cars kind of make that noise if they're, or maybe kind of trying to start up a car that's not, you know, you know how those manual trans, uh, transmissions work. Oh yeah. They're always making noises <laughs> like that. But uh, too few, do you have uh, you have yield on LP? Uh, yes. If you look at the, like the way you, you turn around, like the, at least this is the original version. I don't know if, I don't, I haven't looked at the reissue, but I assume it's the same. The song, like the little song squares with the lyrics and everything. MFC is the first one on the top left. And they, they didn't put them in order. So I thought that was interesting too. Like they thought it was imp- important enough. They're not in okay. order in the, yeah. uh, in the CD book either. They thought it was uh, important enough to be first for some reason, like a statement. Yeah. I don't know what, if there's a, uh, if there's a code behind that or anything, or they just yeah. kind of like, oh, let's just put them like this. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, uh, if you if you are looking at the artwork for it right now too, you're gonna find the uh, little yield symbol on the uh, on the right side near the top of the building, kind of with an awning over it. It's, uh, is where you're gonna find that one. And then there's a little. He writes Roma down there to make it obvious. A little uh, giving away a little too much, but no, there's there's kind of little notes and stuff like that throughout the. Uh, Throughout the artwork with this yeah. album, especially since uh, not every song has all the words and stuff in them, right. as they would uh, start doing next album. Yeah, with the yeah the the big books, you know, come in where like they really started, you know, making the vinyl worth it. Yeah, it's kind of sad when I got the vinyl of this one. It's kind of like, oh, yeah, it's like, just the one sheet. It's just on the back of the uh, thing, and it's not. You can't see anything really bigger and stuff yeah. like that. It's yeah. like, oh shit, man. But they still did the cutout, like, on mm-hmm. the cover. It's cool. Yeah, those things are always cool. Now, I got to see this song at my first Pearl Jam show, and I have not seen it since then. Oh, really? Yeah. They, uh, September 1st, 98 in Atlanta, they played it. But, yeah, it's it's one of those that's kind of tailed off a little bit every year. It gets it gets played a little less every tour. I remember um, when this came out, and they had a single video theory with it as well. But just like rewind, it's like, oh, I got to figure out how to play that beginning riff. So I knew like how to play the the other parts. It's like, oh, that's, oh, shit, how do you do that? And <laughs> it's, it is kind of um, similar to Rearview Mirror in that it's just kind of like the same two notes, but he plays them on, uh, uh, or the, the same note being played yep. twice, but he plays yep. it on uh, two different strings. And it's just kind of like, oh, why does he do it like that? That's hard. <laughs> it's no, like, okay. I'll just hit the same string twice. <laughs> yeah, that, that kind of became... That kind of became his his calling card, like starting with like corduroy and immortality, like the song he that was kind of his thing. He would start like with a little arpeggiated guitar thing and then kick ins. That was that was always how you could tell it was an Ed song early on. Yeah, and this is another one that has uh, Stone doing the uh, the solo in it too, which yeah. uh, started yeah. doing doing that a lot in yeah. Yield. Yeah, it does that on Do the Evolution and a, a couple of them. Yeah, which I don't know. I wonder if uh, Stone just said, "Ah, oh, I want to do the solo on this one," or. If... I don't know, maybe Mike wasn't around or... Yeah, it might have been that. Yeah, I think I don't think... I think he was going through the the treatment at this yeah. time or the, the Crohn's stuff, so maybe he wasn't around as much in the studio. So, yeah, I can see them, like, Stone just being like, yeah, I got this, man. Do your thing. Take whatever time you need. We'll, we'll, we got it. And, like, Stone's a badass. Like, he, they don't unleash the full Stone very often, <laughs> but when they do, it's glorious. He just he's just content to like be the rhythm guy, but he could be doing so much more. I don't know if we can handle full full stone. I know, yeah, that, that's what he's I'm got saying. The outfits that's what I'm and... saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, one time like it was one of the shows in 2016 that I went to. It was uh, I forget it was during porch or one of those big like long jam out songs, and like 
Mike's running down in front of the crowd. Ed's off on some speaker somewhere and off in like the third row of the side. And like, I'm, I'm on stone side and I'm kind of on the rail. I'm looking at him. I'm, I motion to him, like, come here, like, come down, like interact. Like, let's, he just, he just gave me like a, no, a little shake of the head. Like, no, I'm good. <laughs> I was like, all right, I, I can't, you, you do your thing, man. I can't, I'm not going to press it. He is, he is who he is. The, uh, starting lyrics are very sort of, I don't know. It makes me think of just like somebody like, uh, like drifting or something like that. It's like, oh, going and sure. Flip on the e-brake. Yeah, it's like you're yeah you're catching it like in the middle, like it's it's only a little you're only getting a little snippet of the whole story, you know. Whereas, again, with with the trilogy, Rearview Mirror and Gone are more like complete. You know, it's got Act One, Act Two, Act Three. You know, there's more of a backstory. Whereas this is more just like here's here's a little part of this story that you're getting to see. You know, it's cool. And the they said timing was everything made him want to be everywhere kind of exploration and just trying to just want to get out into the world and kind of do your thing. Yeah. I mean, especially like you and I are around the same age. I was 20, 19 or 20 when this came out. And it's just, it just captures that spirit of like being young and like just wanting to, I think it's more of like just wanting to get out of the place where, where you were like, one, it almost goes back, makes me think of like small town or something where it's like, you know, do you, do you get out? This is the person from small town just getting out instead of staying, you know, like, yeah, you get to be 16, 17, 18, get a car and just drive, man, just go somewhere. You just want to be somewhere else. Yeah. I think it was, uh, graduated the year before and I was out living with some mm -hmm. friends and stuff out of the house and it was just kind of like doing the, the trying to be grown up thing. <sighs> All the mistakes. I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a, this is a, I don't know. It's a great song and it's, it's on the, uh, the second half too of the album, which, uh, coming right off of, yeah, it, it kind of uses red dot as like a little intro. And it's real, um, I don't know. It, it keeps the energy up. I think with the second side, which on some of their later albums, they kind of start to lose steam as you get further on in the, uh, on the second you side. Think? Yeah, I think so. I, th I think um, mm -hmm. they're kind of like, ah, they, they just like front load too much. But this album is very, I think, well balanced. And it does kind of, you know, end with the slower song and stuff. But Definitely. it it's uh, throughout the whole thing, it's kind of mixed up very well with uh, with the flow of going up and down and stuff. Yeah, it almost like I, I want to say there was there. They've opened with it at a couple of shows, I think, throughout the years. I think it'd be it'd be a cool opener like it it fits in that early kind of punk rock set that they do. But a lot of times, especially, you know, with untitled, you don't get it till like later in the set, but yeah, I'd love to hear him like open a show with it. Mm -hmm. That'd be something we'd have to do on live on four legs. If the, we could find a show where they did like gone MFC and rearview mirror back to back to back. Uh, there's not one where they did it back to back, but there is yeah, one show yeah. where they did all three of them together. Okay. September 2nd, 2006 in Spain. This is it's a festival show. No, 2006 is a good year. There were some great shows that year. You were now. You've seen it. You were at that Vegas 2000 show, right? And mm -hmm. they played it there. You've probably seen this a bunch, right? Uh, I've seen this seven times. Oh, okay. Not jealous. It's all right. Just, I'm, <laughs> I'm over here with my one from huh? 22 years ago. It's fine. Well, I just had my my. You know, had a had a had a good little middle part where you know was uh, just off on my own and. Living the life of, yeah, I'll go see multiple shows. I don't have any uh, responsibilities. I can mm -hmm. spend this money on uh, <laughs> on seeing bands. 
Yeah, at the at the, uh, the last show I went to too in uh, in two in two thousand thirteen, okay. they played it there cool. as well. They played it uh, what half the shows I've been to pretty much then. Yeah, it's not one that like you know. Have you seen the Untitled every time with it? Um, no. Okay. Yeah, they for a while they were doing Untitled MFC all the time, and then they kind of dropped the the Untitled for a while. And sometimes now you just get MFC by itself. Yeah, because um, when the first couple of times I saw it was uh, on the Yield tour, kind of I think a little earlier. Yeah. In it, yeah, in the summer part, so they weren't doing the uh, right. That didn't, didn't start till September or something. Yeah. Yeah. And like Untitled too, they they'll kind of like. He'll improv a lot of stuff on it, but MFC, there's, there's not a lot of like, you know, it's a short song. There's not a lot they can do with it, but there's, it's pretty much just the same version every time they, they don't, there's not a lot of, not a lot of different, you know, alternate versions out there. Yeah. I think, um, when my band, uh, when we covered this, we started doing it, um, pretty much the exact same as, as Pearl Jam would play it. And then at some point I kind of started messing around and, and we kind of, played the the chorus a little bit different oh yeah yeah i think we did, we did the intro and the chorus a little bit different and that um i don't know i felt like it made it made it more kind of i don't know it kind of broke it up a little bit so it wasn't just sort of just all straight through yeah going through just at 10 you know pretty much the whole way through with the song i think it'd be cool too because sometimes like during that intro when you get kind of all three guitars kind of weaving in and out and sometimes mike he was doing that kind of little spacey thing that he does. It'd almost be cool if they would like extend that a little bit and do like a little bit of a guitar drone intro to it. You know, the way they kind of like those three guitars are kind of weaving in and out and like, and like it totally could do with like a, you know, a little extended bridge or solo or something at the end. I wonder if they thought about doing that in the studio when he was writing the song or if he just wanted to kind of let it, let it get in and get out. I think it depends on. I think live is where they let the uh, the stuff kind of evolve and kind of see how they're feeling. Because I, I, the end, they could totally just do a jam and just kind of yeah. let it keep going and stuff. But oh, yeah, I don't know, but it's kind of like, oh, how do you stop? How do you slow down? I have <laughs> to go that. back and listen to all 158 versions, or whatever, and see if there's like a six minute MFC hiding in there somewhere. Oh, maybe listeners, write in, let us know. <laughs> Live on four legs podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> hey, sorry. it's not time for plugs nah, yet. No, sorry. <laughs> we have to we have to stick to the the rigid uh structure of the show. Right. And let's see as we hit the uh the 30-minute mark, and now it's time for this segment. Uh folks, are you tired of uh your old razors? <laughs> Do you wish you can get delivery food? <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna try to come up with like a Fiat advertisement, but um, um, happy Honda dates now. That's, 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 that's I got the wrong car company. Uh, yeah, it's just a real short, simple, straight to the point. You get in, you get out, leaves you smiling. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a rocker, and like Yield, you know, doesn't have a lot of those. It's it's kind of where they started to get. It's a little more mid tempo. You get you get Brain of Jay and this, and you could maybe say do the evolution, but. You know, Yield is, is where they kind of, you kind of lost a little bit of those those punk rock songs. So you get maybe one or two an album from here on out. Yeah, kind of started embracing the real sort of uh, anthemic uh, soaring sort right. of sound. Um, let's see, is there, is there anything else? You got any other notes, other uh, live versions that you've... Uh... Um, I 
think we yeah i think we covered everything i wanted to man i but again like i this is one of this is probably in my top 25 yeah 30 pearl jam songs like i if it comes on like i'm i'm immediately in a good mood i never skip it or anything yeah i think from uh yield i think um this and uh and given to fly are like tied for my my top ones on this album cool um so let's uh let's wrap this up then right yeah man i mean it's i'm gonna go listen to the song yeah <laughs> no you're not you're gonna go to sleep <laughs> <laughs> hey it's only two and a half minutes i can i can put it on and like it'll be over by the time i get upstairs to get to bed oh yeah there you go yeah so what's uh what's something you think that people should be doing to uh sort of uh, uh share the light out there um you know i'd say you know do something like nice for the holidays maybe like buy you know buy something buy a meal for a homeless person or something like go outside and you know try to do something for someone else try to you know we're we're we've had a rough year no no doubt about it you know we're recording this earlier but i would say do something nice for someone less fortunate than yourself yeah that's always good this would be a good reminder for me to do the same thing yeah once you hear this again and be like, oh, yeah, I was on that episode. <laughs> in my in my underground bunker. What did I, t- uh, what did before I say? Before the election. Yeah, that'll be great. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, this is like right around. Oh, geez. Yeah. Oh, yeah. boy. Yeah. Don't forget to vote people, please. Oh, yeah. That's. Oh, yeah. That, too. Very important. Yeah. And we're not saying how you should vote, but you pretty much know how you should vote. <laughs> Um, yeah, thanks for, thanks for coming back, Sean. Always good talking to you. And Oh, of course, man. I, I love the show. I love listening to all the different perspectives on the songs. And like, I think it's, it's great having, having different people on all the time. I almost feel like I'm, I'm, uh, monopolizing it a little bit, but, uh, I thank you for having me on as much as you have. It. It's, it's been great and I love doing it. Well, if I, if I didn't want to talk to you, I would have lost your email a while ago. <laughs> true. True. Good point. It's like a uh, new, new phone. Who dis? <laughs> <laughs> podcast what are you talking about oh shit you tracked me down yeah. again yeah and you and and love your guys podcast too everybody oh, every, all the pearl jam podcasts have different uh different vibes different feelings they all have a different purpose yeah like i like to think of it too as like we're we're all kind of filling in a puzzle right like a picture and you know like if you listen to everything you get like the full complete picture so absolutely and uh and so that 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 podcast if people don't know uh, oh it's called live on four legs uh number four and uh we cover a different live show every week a lot of the ones that we talked about on this episode probably uh we will do so yeah it's when we we talk about it. we go through all the different moments things that make it special stuff going on around the show like break down the, the set list and the songs and play clips and everything and yeah it's a lot of fun i enjoy doing it yeah, you can always get in touch with them and share stories with the shows that you have if you've been to them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we've we've kind of like there's been a little crossover. Like you know, you you were nice enough to to co-host one earlier this year when I was sick, and uh, you know you've been on a little bit. So we've we've had some some cross pollination between your guests and our guests. So hopefully people are checking it out. Yeah, one big happy family. <laughs> Now you're going to have to play that. Like, we're a happy family. That Ramon song, that's what that made me think of. Oh, really? We're a happy family. We're a happy family. That was one of their 90s ones, I think. Oh, well, I don't know. Well, I guess you were listening to the Ramones still in the 90s. <laughs> oh, I, I still listen to the Ramones today. Well, I meant like their 90s stuff. 
Oh yeah. Moment, they, did they have? They kind of didn't they kind of break up in the '96? Was it a uh, um whatever? No, I think they kept going, man. Whatever the 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 century, whatever that was, with um end of the century. Yeah, wasn't that their final album? No, no, that was 1980, and then they had they had pleasant pleasant screams, uh, brain drain, uh, yeah, they had a bunch of ones in the 80s. Highway to San, Highway to Halfway to Sanity. I want to say it was like 85, 86. But yeah, then you had like D.D. Ramon did like a rap thing, the whole D.D. Oh, King yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, there there were some dark times, but they they pulled it back together. Yeah, maybe, maybe we should look to see who's doing the uh, the Ramones track by track podcast out there. I, I'm sure there is one. Yeah, I think there is one actually. Yeah. Hey now. Yeah. Well, hey ho, let's go get out of here and <laughs> go find that podcast. What do you say? Fuck it. Yeah, let's jump in our in our MFCs. Yep. And get the F. See you late later. Oh crap. <laughs> oh, you were so close though. I was, I was pulling for you. And I uh, fingers crossed. Like, do it, do it. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for coming on. Oh, thank you, Brandon. I appreciate it. The Better Band Podcast is produced by ListenUpReno.com and Brandon Palomo and published using a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 4.0 license. Please visit creativecommons.org or email listenupreno at gmail.com for more details. All music played is owned by the respective publishers and copyright holders and is reproduced for review purposes only under fair use. You can subscribe to the Better Band Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or from betterbandpod.com using your favorite podcast app. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Better Band Pod. I'm on Twitter at Brandon P. B-R-A-N-D-E-N-P. If you'd like the job I'm doing here, you can go to ko-fi.com slash Brandon P and leave me a $3 tip. Or give me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and don't forget to tell your friends. If you would like to be a guest on a future episode, send an email to betterbandpod at gmail.com or send any insights and stories you'd like to share and I'll read them on the season finale episode. Again, I'd like to thank my guest John, and as always, this is Brandon saying, If word gets out about this, crazy clown airlines will be a laughingstock. In exchange for your silence, I'm prepared to offer your family free tickets to anywhere in the United States, excluding Alaska and Hawaii, the freak states.